1: If you are part of a social media group chat, uh, either through work or in your personal life, you might want to listen in to this interview with our next guest. Because a nurse who called a colleague an offensive name in a private group chat lost their job after their comments made their way back to the person who was being talked about. The, Employment's, the Employment Relations Authority has denied the nurse's bid to be reinstated after he claimed it was an autocorrect mistake. And while this decision will be challenged, it's brought to the fore this blurred line between work and and private life, and how technology complicates this, and how you know what we say in private could well come back to bite us in the bum later on. To explore this a wee bit more, I'm chatting now to Professor of Management and Māori Business at Massey University, Jared Ha, who's on the line. Kia ora to you, Ona. Jared. Someone I I know used to say he likes using cash because it leaves no footprints in the snow, which does sound a bit sinister. But I I guess in a sense, the same sort of applies to words, doesn't it? Once you write them down, there is a paper trail.
2: And, and even if it was like a WhatsApp group, and you're leaving voice messages um, or anything like that, I think you know, even a simple text message to a group, um, I think the the rules here should be, you you know, you want to speak at a certain, especially a work group like this was, you want to speak at a certain level where if everybody, if the CEO read your comments, they would say, oh, that's a fairly reasonable comment, or oh, you know, and and in this case, the the comment. And um, was obviously offensive enough to, to cause them to lose their job. So, uh, you know, definitely minding the P's and Q's, so to speak.
1: Are you are you surprised at this situation or have you heard of things similar to this g- going on? Maybe not exactly the same, but, you know, people are pretty loose-lipped sometimes and there can be a blurred line between what is a work thing and what is a, a personal thing, especially if you get on with your work colleagues, Right.
2: And so my New Zealand data would say that we do have high levels of racism, right? So just saying some core comment about any ethnic group or, you know, and, and this could easily extend out to woman, to somebody who's pregnant, anything that someone can take offense at. The employer might say, well, this isn't the kind of workplace we're looking to uh, support. And, and your comments are actually quite offensive, as they were in this case. So um, I guess I'm not surprised. But, it's, you know, and, and again, for for the majority of us who who are on these kind of things, it's just a reminder that you've just got to be careful. There is no such thing as a private... users group on Facebook or whatever, Mm. you know, there is a chance because if if we're in a group and I say something offensive and you're like, wow, I can't believe Jared said that. Where's my camera? I take a photo mm. of it, right? And, and you share it with somebody. And before we we know it, that person shared it with the CEO. And now I'm in trouble. And I can't use the excuse where you're going to be struggling to get much sympathy by saying, oh, I thought it was a private group. Because people would say, well, actually, it was with work colleagues. Mm. And somebody, one of your work colleagues has been offended by that and pushed it up the, up the food chain and now you're
1: going to pay the consequences. And you, you, I, I'll point out, you, you make that uh, that remark about racism because the in this specific case, the nurse who called a colleague an offensive name, that was, it was a racist uh, uh, name that, that they called their colleague and it was actually, it was very, very offensive. We won't repeat it here um, because it, it is extremely offensive, but it wasn't just a little, um, you know, complaining about someone leaving their dishes out. Um, Jared, do you think there is maybe a sense of Maybe naivety is not quite the right word, but there is maybe this idea that the private group chat is sacrosanct when in, in practice that is just absolutely not the case and we all need to get on that level.
2: Yeah, I think that's the that's the takeaway for all of us here. And I do think this is for all of us. I'm sure there'll be, you know, if we looked at it genuinely, there'll be thousands and thousands of New Zealand employees probably saying, oh, the bosses are beep, beep, beep. Um, you know. Blowing off some steam and, and that's an easy target. You know, this is the kind of thing if somebody sees that written down, if somebody records it or passes the message on to HR and says, hey, I don't want to work with this guy because he's really offensive. Um, you know, you've dug yourself a big hole. So I do think we, you know, there are, you know, you can blow off steam perhaps in, in, the, in a you know, after work, drinks, for example, face-to-face with a couple of good mates that you trust explicitly. But these group things where you've got 12 people, chances mm-hmm. are they're not all your number one fans, right? And if you do say something totally offensive, it's quite easy for a couple of people who don't actually like your attitude to go, wow, that is so bad, I'm going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it is just a, a timely reminder that we've got to remember that. These things, it's so much easier now to to capture what's being said or pass on a voice message or a screenshot of comments.
1: Yeah, well, because, you know, I I was thinking, maybe not specifically about the story, but more broadly, you know, everybody has probably said stuff uh, or made jokes or complained about their boss in ways that if it came out uh, would be uncomfortable. And, I mean... We don't want to police this that strongly, do we? We we don't want everyone walking around talking to one another like an HR manager, you know, scared of what might happen if their words um, uh, are taken out of context maybe in some innocent situations or, or, you know, come back to – are weaponized against them. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and and imagine, you know, going to a meeting and someone opens up the lead line box and we all put our phones in there and it gets shut and said, right, now we can speak freely, right? Like we're all spies or something. Um, yeah, I think it's just a bit of common sense. Uh, and as you say, a lot of the times we will all say something that if somebody overheard it might be offensive. But then you're just saying, oh, I'm just I'm just blowing off some steam because I was really frustrated over that decision or announcement or whatever and and i agree we you know i think when you work in an organization long enough it is at some stage you know you're going to be both praising and cursing Either your direct manager or someone higher up in the organisation, and I think that's just a natural part of work. But but maybe it's just remembering that I won't send that in a voice message. I won't write that down. When we have drinks on Friday, I might take my my couple of mates aside and say, "Gee, was this happened, and I'm so so annoyed over it, and and blow your steam off there rather than you know writing it down." Because I suspect what's happened here is it's gone. I mean, it was a super offensive, mm. and maybe a couple of people. People have genuinely laughed and thought, wow, that person's, you know, that was a bit of a rough, rough comment, but it is kind of funny. And then other people have got genuinely upset. Mm. Um, and again, it's that breadth of people. The more people in those groups, the more likely you are not going to have, you know, 100% supporters in it. So mm. I think it's just about being, you know, and this is the curse of technology now, especially, you know, you can say things and someone can now record it and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe yeah, and but I do agree that we, we don't want to have it so people never say anything. You just have to go home and, and blow your top at, you know, at the house about your boss or something. I think, you know, we still want to encourage things, but maybe it's a reminder that we've got to choose our words a little bit
1: more carefully yeah, yeah. than in this case. And and I mean that that point that you make about technology is so interesting because this this logic that we're talking about this doesn't just apply to group chats, does it? You know, you'd be well advised if you are, um, for example, forwarding on or replying to or, or CCing people into an email chain to, you know, check the emails that have come before it, or, or even a post on Facebook. I, maybe, maybe one of the lines here is that technology is blurring those lines between work life, professional life, and and private life, and people should take ownership and carve those lines out more specifically
2: like that i think that's a very good point right so we should really just talk about work in our work chat groups and uh you know and even in, you know and that doesn't mean you can't say gee was i'm really frustrated by that decision abc you know by xyz etc and and say those things but but if you if you if it's really kind of getting under your skin and you want to blow your top perhaps that's best for a face-to-face talk with with a a limited number of people because your chances are you're gonna set somebody off and and don't get me wrong the the comment is so offensive you you know you can't you can't say oh actually they've, they've gone over the top no i can see definitely why they were upset enough to complain um and so i think it's just a reminder now that it's like standing up in a in a work meeting or a boardroom, and whatever you say is gonna get around everybody else there. And so you know, mind the p's and Q's. Just be a good human being, but maybe later on you know have have lunch with your one or two good mates and then launch your frustrations then.
1: And for people who do have you know um, personal group chats. Uh, that, that cut across their personal, their professional lives. Um, I mean, what would your advice be to them? For example, should Bonnie and I rename our group chat something other than executive producer Tim uh, smells like spam and has a bad singing voice?
2: I think, it but it's probably a timely reminder to say, hey, you know, Maybe two people is quite easy. You could just talk to the other person. But for group for larger group ones, maybe a reminder to say, hey, look, I'm just pointing out that somebody lost their job by, you know, saying a bad, you know, an offensive comment on, on their chat group. And I'm reminding us here that, you know, we don't control everything. Because mm-hmm. I mean, often people say, oh, I it was, it was I only posted it for a minute, and then the post went down. And some, and of course, somebody gets offended and takes a photo because they're on the, you know, that's on everybody's phones, the yeah. ability to take photos now. So you are super trapped Um with today's technology. So I think it's just about reminding everybody that, hey, you know, let's keep the let's keep the comments, you know, even if it's, you know, R thirteen or something rather it does not have to be PG. Um, and just reminding that, look, if you get into that really offensive stuff, you know, there are serious consequences and gee whiz, we don't want it to, you know, we don't want that to happen in our work group chat, for example. Yeah. So I think you two are gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good, yeah. With great power comes great responsibility, I suppose, as um, Napoleon said. Um, Jared Ha, thank you very much for your time. That was a really interesting chat.
2: My pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: You're listening tonight on RNZ National. I know Napoleon didn't say that. It was a joke. But I didn't actually know that that quote, with great power comes with great responsibility, was from Spider-Man. I thought it was one of those Churchillian phrases or something. No, it's from a comic book. There you go. There's something new every day.
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawaii.